I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's a banger. You know this, yeah? No, what was that? Brother. Okay, I was just, t- I was just saying this to EA, yeah? Mm. Rich put out a put, and I've got this in my notes even to, t- to talk about. Rich put out a project here yeah, called Little Big Man. And I feel like not much people knew that it's dropped here. Yeah. Fam, it's the cold. Bro, do you know how cold it is? It's cold. It's proper cold, bro. This thing is proper, proper cold. Wait. It's the thing promote too t- he didn't promote it too tough, sit, did he? Sit, sit in the middle. Sorry, I'm going in there. So what you saying? We didn't promote it too tough, though, did he? Nah. Do you know what, though? I think I Rich is in like um. He's in a different sort of stage in his life, innit, I think. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he's doing this because it's a God-given talent. He's good at it, and I feel like he needs to get certain things off or whatnot. But you know when someone's transitioning into something different? You know, he's working at, he's working with Twin and them like at the moment now, just kind of helping develop artists and whatever, which is, which is sick, I think. Lit. You know what I mean? Someone like him doing that is amazing. Like, because... I think, and you, like, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to identify with this, yeah, because I think it's one thing going to a label, yeah, mm. or even other people that work behind the scenes and having certain conversations with them about artistry, yeah, but when you have another person who's done it, when you had someone who's de- who mm. knows what, it, it's like being a footballer. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's cool talking to someone who's watched the game a lot and whatever and has some expertise, but it's different when you have someone who's on the field. Like, Pep's your manager now. Right. Yeah. Played for Barcelona. DM. Yeah. I'll jump in your DMs if you're buff. This is the type of players you need. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> this is the thing. So this is what I'm saying. It's like, now, when you have that, I think it, it, like, it can only do good, certain good things for artists here. But he dropped this mm-hmm. just on a quick one away, yeah? And it's hard. Hard. That one's called Pressure, yeah? Features Blade Brown. Bro, let me... Do you know what? I don't even want to change this into the checkup yet, but listen to this. Mm. Right, there's a next thing. Is it this one? Let me turn this up. Watch him now. Sons of Sonics. <laughs> 
Watch him now. What? Huh? Did he say, get the weed, let's... Roll, 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 roll. Oh, <laughs> that's what you're on. Right. I didn't realise for you yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, Welcome yeah. back. Oh, Not yeah. that I'm here. <laughs> Not that I'm here. I ain't And then it changes. Hold on, wait. The beat changes. Oh, right, watch him. He starts going into a beef thing now. Watch him. Yeah. This is the same track, by the way. Features M. Huncho. Well, he's walking to the beach now. Watch him. Oh, I think the Reaper's getting close. Right. Breathing down my boat, sailing down the coast. Trying to find some hope. He's hoping that I drown. Praying that I float. Roll, roll your boat. Mm. Watch him. My I think my lady's getting close. Running through my phone. Had to change my code. This ain't how it goes. Nah. The lady said the post. Mm. She's just trying to post. Yeah. Now they say I'm gross. What? Watch my man now, watch him. I think my ops are getting close. Mm. Touch one of my bros. This ain't how it goes. Raging with the toast. Trying to find his home. Eat it in my bones. This ain't finished, no. Fam. It's like a themed thing, bro. It's like, I think the, the, the story behind it is little him and older him. That's why it's called little big man. Fam, it's cold. It's cold. I and the other, huh? I sat down with Zion yesterday as well. Had a little meet me with Zion. Is Best it yeah? Honourable shout out to Zion. Carry is on, he, now. Um, and while I'm here as well, is that like Giggs has been Giggs has been given a lot of um, feature verses recently, yeah. Yeah. He's given some cold ones as well, actually. And then I was like, "Raw, Rich has been doing that on the low too, yeah." And he's been giving some cold verses on a mad low. Listen, yeah, he needs to stop doing you that. You know bro. what, huh? He needs to stop doing that. He's on M. Huncho's album, yeah. Listen to this, blood. Wait, let me go and find this now. Let me find this. Listen to this, bro. The tune for everyone is called Vivid. How come I can't scroll up to the last chart? Ah, here we go. Mmm. Alright, I'm back now. Sorry, Hunt, Hunch, I'm going straight to Wretch. Sorry. What way? Watch, watch him now. Crocodile in the head, bad like skinny belly, 
Bro? How many? Bro? Fam. Bro. Bro. This is a man, yeah, who doesn't need to be on the pitch. But see, when he does come on, he's the top don. He's the top don. He's not playing at the moment. But you put him on the pitch, he's the top don on it. <laughs> Just the irony that he's still not playing when he's playing. Right. I can't lie to you. Retri too. Very underappreciated. Massively. But it's his fault. Go on. <laughs> Chucky, in the UK, yeah, there's a like, is it a consensus? Is that the word? That we must be quite humble and we must be very, it's like, you know, that like everyone's got reserved energy in England. It's got a very reserved culture. If you're this good in America, you scream about it. Yeah. I understand there's a larger audience and Rich is not that type of guy, but my brother. Your verses are gold. Gold. Shout about them. Mm. Don't just give it to us and then just say, yeah, if you come across it, you come across. Because cause you're not giving it much attention, I feel like I shouldn't. Right. Why should I? Why should I? But if you give it a bit of attention, a bit of love, a bit of care and tender, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this is all right, you know? This is all right. So I just think it's, the, it's just, maybe that's just the way he is, but I just think, the attitude to certain songs and certain things, it just looks like he doesn't care. And I know that's not the case. Yeah, no, no, no. I know that's not the case, but yeah. I just think we live life by comparison. There are other artists that will put in a little bit more, even for a verse. Yeah. I'm not saying do the most, but big man, do something. Yeah. Do you know what though? I think that he's been doing that still, just not recently, because I just don't think that that's just where he's at. Fair enough. I'm just I just selfish. don't think, I'm I just don't think it's where he's at. I'm selfish. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm from the era where man would do a daily duppy with nothing to promote. A crep check with nothing to promote. To be fair though, he's done this with nothing. Uh, exactly. He's just done it because he just wanted to just do it. I know, but usually the visual is what will pull people into saying something's happening or something's not happening. A verse on a project's not enough. You're wretch. Yeah, but he had a project. But he didn't want to tell anyone. No, he, I mean, it, it, you know don't what? Don't do that. I hear you. you hear no, but you know it? what? If you know, you know though. It might be that. It he might was. be that. It's not it a supreme drop on now, I've got to get the app. You're wretch free too. Especially if I've been conditioned to listen to you a particular way and then you just change it all of a sudden. And like, that's not fair. I've been there from day one. I've got teachers training there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched punctuation so much, I wanted to be part of the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am a wretch free too. Punctuation was called. Come on. I remember when he made action, man. Yeah. I asked him to do a video. Yeah. I would have shot it. If you don't know about that one, that was on, I think, retrospective, the mixtape yeah, he done yeah. just after. And had, yeah. I think. I got that stuff. Brother. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know. I got them, them ones there, I got to draw my laptop for that. Start playing them type. I don't even know if them ones are online. I hear you. I don't think they're online. I don't on... think they're online. Come on. But yeah, honorable shout out to Wretch, man. I swear to God, bruv. This, I, I personally, I'm just, I'm not bored. I'm just not bored. I'm just not bored. I just love the fact that, like, irrespective of whatever, wherever he's at, like he's bro, he's there's a verse that he's done. Um, for oh, I got it, you know. It's um it's something he's done for Angel, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? No, you can't play it. You can't play it. 
You can't play it. All right, okay. You can't play it. Do you know why I know? <laughs> TJ gets mad at me. Okay, all right, I won't play it. Is that Paul? No. Respect that. Oh, I'm like, yeah, on. I hear that stuff. Do you know where I'm coming from? But yeah. you can listen to Ret 3 2 on Geordie's project KMT. Right. I'm just throwing it out. <coughs> This is also going to the point as well, if about the, just the cold verses and that that he's giving. So that is um, the, the, on the Geordie project as well, cold. Um, Koji, beautiful, he's on there. Like, doesn't need to play. But when he does, up to Arrest. bits. Come jump on something with Vibba, we will scream about it. <laughs> Man in Zimbabwe will hear this. I'm not playing games. Man in Zimbabwe, you know. Places like North and South Korea, where the internet's not too... They will hear about it. Cuba has half an hour internet a day. They will hear about it. Half an hour internet a day, the in a man one park, said. In a park. With everyone. <laughs> so now I can't even watch porn by myself. I have to share this experience. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm going to keep it 100. Please. Remember I went to Bahrain the other day, yeah? Yes. So I was there, I did the booking, I did a DJ booking or whatnot, yeah? And I took an extra couple of days to just chill out. Yeah, a little unwind, <laughs> yeah? So I came back, what did I leave on Wednesday? I came back on like the Monday or whatever, yeah? So that was my, you understand what I'm saying? The booking was on a Thursday, yeah? So anyway, that must have been a light Saturday. And I thought, you know what? I got a little stress to relief. I went online. What, just out of curiosity, what time? It was it daytime? D- fuck daytime. You. This is no, dangerous. No, daytime. It was what? It was a young 12.30-ish. 12.30? Yeah, it was about 12.30. Midday-ish. Yeah, yeah. Midday. It's 9 a.m. UK, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've had one of them. <laughs> I've had one of them as well. <laughs> but anyway. So, Wake up. The first thing on your mind, I allow you. But 12.30. Yeah, but you know what it is? Yeah, give, Why you have to give me a little bit of a blight on that one is because, like, I don't have nothing else to do, really. I'm just working out the day. I'm working out the move. All right, boom. I've woken up. I've gone had breakfast now. No, I've gone to the gym, gone had breakfast, yeah. Then I've come back to the room, had a light nap, woken up with a stress to relieve. But, I've also, but I'm also sussing out the day. What am I going to do? Go for a young walk now? Go see, see the Saudi Arabian bridge? These, you know what I'm saying? I like, like the way go, you're going right. this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah? But because I've got a young stress to relieve, I know that if I don't shake this off, then while I'm on the Saudi Arabian bridge and whatnot, I'm just going to be thinking... Knocking people down with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so anyway, I've jumped online now to go and... Do your thing. Fam! Not under There's there. nothing there. Love that. It's, the gates are locked. Yes. What? Oh my God. Oh my God. They were, I could like, then I started to try and find different maneuvers of like, maybe I could type in this, that, Google. Everything's locked off. Okay, so. So it's just straight imagination. Did you have, did you have Twitter? Oh fuck, I didn't even think about that. I Everything I forgot about that. And exists on Twitter. I just go to Twitter if I if I haven't seen a goal if I can't oh there's a goal I can't find, I don't even go YouTube so I yeah I hear you I hear and you and I always find it porn oh come on man the good thing about Twitter is it <laughs> hides stuff so you, you don't even know it's like you couldn't find it in plain sight yeah but he's go down this alley in Twitter 
Yeah. Where a couple of people have got spaces, it's a bit violent. And just in the corner, you just see maybe a face of a, a nice Caucasian lady. Yeah. You go onto that page, be a fucker. You gotta remember that. They can't stop you. Yeah, you I forgot. I do know. It's mad. I forgot about that. It was because, yeah, they've got a whole different side to Twitter, boy. A whole different side. Yeah. Like, it's, dark, it's dark Twitter. Dark, yeah. I call it dark Twitter because you've got black Twitter, which everyone says, like, yeah. you know, cultural and stuff. Dark Twitter, dangerous. There's some mad things in dark Twitter. Dangerous things in dark Twitter. I'm just there for the porn, though. The rest of the stuff, no. Yeah, I hear that. You can see a lot over there. But not at 12.30 p.m. You've got bookmarks. Bookmarks? You're going too far. I'm asking, I'm asking. Bookmarks? What do you mean bookmarks? You need to stop talking. You're going too far. What do you mean bookmarks? He wants to put bookmarks on porn. No, this is I crazy. Don't. Yes, I you don't. do. No, yes, you do. I'm asking if you've got them saved. What? Of like certain videos? Why would... Because you know how it goes, right? Wait, are you talking about certain videos? No, as in... As in the, so basically, the way it is, is once you find one... Yeah. One, the one side... Yeah. You, you click on their followers or what they're following and then you just open up a new thing. Oh, no, I ain't done that. No, no, no. Do no. you have your one site saved? No. I do. I have a one site, though. I got, no, a, I got... on the Twitter? On Twitter, no. No. So how do you find it? You DM them and leave it there. Look at little applause hands. And then every time you go to your DMs, there's... This <laughs> Oh, I thought you was talking about like, just cause you know, you got certain people that just put post vi- like, there's that porn stars on Twitter, for example, and they just post like uh, a minute and a half of something. They don't though. They, they can only post like five seconds. Yeah. I'm well versed in this. Five seconds, I'm not gonna lie. Yes. I've seen a bit longer than that. Do you know what it is? I had to find an alternative way of watching porn when people kept going to your phone and looking at the last thing you searched on the web. Oh yeah. So but you now, go on Snoochie's show. Do you know you what I'm saying? You go on show. Yeah, take your phone out. And now you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big black booties. <laughs> <laughs> it is mad. You're like, what? So I never searched nothing on my phone. From there, you just go. What's yeah, that? Let me see. Pass me, Pass me this. Pass me this. There's that one site here. Oh yeah, see what I'm saying? Oh, you just keep going from there. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gifts. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'll be honest with you as well, yeah. Like, Dangerous over there. Yeah, I forgot how much I love the amateur thing. <laughs> it's sensational, bro. The amateur thing is sensational. <laughs> I forgot how much I love... Because it's Chucky. just so it's just so relatable. They're Chucky. You know when you watch someone do an Instagram video just in their yard and it just blows up? You're like, I could do that. Yeah. When I watch that type of porn yeah. and they're going mad and it's just like I'm dibby dibby camera... Yeah, exactly. I can do that. Right. And you can just see a young drawer. You can see a wardrobe. You can see a mirror. You can see a candle. Bare normal things. The camera is bad. Like, yeah, the camera. Yeah, exactly. No, she's not dirty. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> this is a normal setting. It's not glamorous. I don't think anyone got paid four figures. Not even five. Is this a picture? I don't know. What the hell is this? This is the picture. Open it. Chucky, you can't make me do this on camera. Is it the picture? Open it. It's the picture. I don't know. This tape is really taping, isn't it? You can't get in here, come at the nightclub. What's wrong with this tape? Don't let no black people in. (laughs) Okay, so it's the picture. Look at me just telling myself it's something else, just so if it isn't that, I'm happy. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Sleep, man. Come take my 
is what it's supposed to be. Did you enjoy Christmas? Uh, I love what? Cambodia is like seven. People get annoyed because they're like, oh my God, I want to use the same wrapping paper again. Fuck what? that. Oh, yeah, my mum loves all of that. Recycled wrapping paper? Yeah, my mum loves all of that. This is not bottles that we throw in the green box. What is that, mum? Listen, back in the day, things was tight. <laughs> back in the day, I things was tight. <laughs> Mum's got the box of chocolates and you say, don't open it. No, nah, it wasn't that, bro. Mum, it was just a... She would just open it up and like, like just where the um, the sellotape was and then bam. Sorry, everyone at home. You're probably thinking, oh my God. Yeah, to people that are listening to this, sorry. Basically, right now, Poe is opening... Huh? I think you got me a picture frame. No, I didn't get a frame. I actually didn't get a frame. So you didn't do anything? No. I just got you the thing of Dan. This is going to be funny if this is just one and it's just... It's a fucking Dan! Why have you given me a picture of Dan? Isn't there two? I know he's better looking than me. You have to rub it in. It's the picture. Is there two, yeah? Yes. Ah, right, cool. So I picture. <laughs> you said you don't know. You knew the whole time. Do you know what, yeah? I was 99% sure, but I wasn't 100% sure. It would have been funny now if you would have opened it and it wasn't that. The question That's is, done. I haven't seen the next picture. I'm just hoping Could you it's me. Oh my God, I would love it. Is it I me? I would love it. Now, a part of me wants it to not be me. Yeah, I, That's a, funny. Listen, a massive part. Do you know what? I didn't think that far ahead. Here we are, revealing the next picture. I'll wait for your reactions. Oh, they bumped you, bro. It's me. Imagine. I knew it was me because your reactions were not convincing enough for me. Yes. Look at me. Hopefully this doesn't take the thingy out of the shop, by the way. Honestly, man. You know what, you sit right here. It's not autofocus. You sit right here, big man. What a good Honourable shout out to Dan. Man. Dan's somewhere in, well, he's coming back from Dubai now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and honourable shout out to Cassie as well, and them who put these together, yeah? Who's Cassie? Cassie was the, remember when we did the dinner and stuff? Yeah. Oh, Cassie, yeah, she's It lit. was her production team that put all of that together. So honourable shout out to her and them and whatnot. Big up to Benjart as well. This piece is Benjart as well. Benjart.com, you already know. Um, come on my G, the big B, pause. Don't know if that I is extra one. Large thing, yeah. Is it extra large thing for you? Yeah? Just, yeah, it's extra large, I'm getting kind of hench though. You're getting kind of hench, yeah? Yeah, don't, don't. Say don't, that, what don't, is, yeah? Don't guess me, man, don't guess me. Uh, Come on. No, 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 don't, don't speak excuse <laughs> <laughs> Um Yesterday we had, um, had an R&B party yesterday again. Yeah, man, it was a vibes. Chucky, this is sensational. Isn't it? It is absolutely sensational. I'm vibing with all ages, Chucky. It's mad. I'm in there with a 45-year-old woman. We're just reasoning. Right. And I felt so happy. But then I'm over there. I see a 28-year-old. We're vibing. Yeah. And then I go to the back. I see a 60-year-old. He's working there. But it doesn't matter because he felt the vibe. <laughs> it was honestly one of the best day parties I've been to. Yeah, Without man. a shadow of a doubt. I was massively apprehensive. I cannot lie. Um, do you know what it was, yeah? Obviously, I'm doing this with promoters as well, so I have to understand that their expertise is way better than mine. But I was just thinking, like, 
you know, like sometimes I just like it when certain thing when it's just small and it's just the vibes and whatever. And I remember the first one we did, Trent Park or whatnot. It was um, sensational. That was good, and I was just very much on making sure that the vibe was replicated that same way. Then we moved. We went to Amazing Grace. Loved the venue or whatnot. Are you good? Um, yeah. Sorry about that. So yeah, I was just like, I was just thinking to myself. Yeah, you like you said to me, Trent Park. You've done Trent, Trent, Trent Park, Park. Then you've done Amazing, Amazing Grace. Grace. Yeah, cool. which was like Valentine's. Yeah. Around Valentine's or whatnot. Vibe was cool. Uh, that sold out very quickly. Then we went back to Amazing Grace again. That sold out very quickly as well, yeah. But I remember like there was something that was a bit different about that one. I think the ratio was a little bit off. But then I feel like maybe it was too spoiled on like having it a certain type of way. I don't I don't know what it was. Either way, I still felt like we had a good one. But when this venue had come up here, yeah, I was saying, look, I don't mind us going to a different venue, but I don't want us to do anything that's too big. Let's just go maybe an extra couple hundred. Yeah, that was just in my mind. And that's what they said. <laughs> do you know what? I think these lot lied to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad. They I did. think they lied. Yeah, yeah. But and I'm glad they did too. I'm glad they did too. Yeah. So it was like, boom. This one, 500 capacity or whatnot. I'm like, yeah, cool, we can work with that. When I looked at the video of the venue, yeah, I was thinking, this looks bigger than 500, isn't it? But cool, we sold 450 tickets quick. Then we put out another, um, um, uh, was supposed to be another 50 tickets or whatever. Then we ended up selling another 200 tickets. I'm saying, but wait, why? how comes we're selling more tickets than the extra 100 that we were supposed to, or the extra 50, yeah? Whatever. Anyway, I went to go and see the venue with my brethren Hanif now, yeah, who's part of it too. When I got there, I loved the venue. Like we went there when it was, um, there was some other thing that was going on there. I loved the venue, but in my mind, I was thinking to myself, it's a big space still. And it was, there wasn't a problem with the amount of people that was gonna be there because we'd already sold the tickets. So that was fine. But in my head, it was like musically and vibe wise, when I was looking at the layout, how is it gonna, cause I, what I wanted it to be is a party, bro. I didn't want it to be like a, um, I don't ever want it to just feel like just a rave. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just a rave. I want it to have a party vibe to it. And I feel like there's a difference between the, the, the feeling of a rave and a feeling of a party. Do you get what I'm saying? So anyway now. What did you want a rave? No, I wanted a party. party I wanted a party. So, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, how does this work? There's like all the tables and stuff like this, like, but you know what? I just trust them lot, innit? And it just worked out. It worked out well. Big up to Taser. Big up to Taser. Big up to Hanif. Big up to big up to all of them, uh, Matthew and that. The vibe was just, it felt very fulfilling. And also just people that I checked for, like yourself and whatnot there. Rene there, like um, Naeem was there as well. Mitch as there, Conan come true. Conan came through. Right. They're one of my brethren's from school, bro. I had not seen this done. I've not seen him for years. Damien, he's come to the thing. Yeah, as I'm playing, I've seen him. I'm like, rah! I've given him a big hug. I ain't seen this guy in years, bro. I love that, man. So I'm like, oh, like, what? How did you know about this? He's like, bro, like, I follow you, bro. Like, I'd proper check for you and this, that, and you Bro, you know, like, them things warm my heart, bro. I swear to God, bro. Like, I don't, it seemed like, I don't even want to sit here and do all of that, but I just think that, like, that's just. Yeah, man, it's just a mad feeling, bro. I can't even lie. Like that is a mad feeling. It is very humbling because yeah. when you're there, you see how everyone is so. I know it sounds very 
whip. Everyone's really proud of you, Chucky. Like, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, really proud of Taser for your achievements outside. And when you come together, everyone's day, it's almost like a celebration of what you lot have achieved and you're bringing us together, obviously through R&B. But the reasons why the party atmosphere is there is because of you and Taser. Mm. The energies that you lot give off as individuals, you're only going to attract a similar or like-minded people. And everyone that comes in the venue wants to have a good time. Like I said, variety of age. When yeah. it's too young occasionally, they haven't had enough experience in party, very yeah. apprehensive about moving. But when you've got like a 40-year-old there and a 21-year-old there and a 29-year-old there and a 37-year-old there, mm. you've just got loads of different experience in partying. So they'll come up and go to the dance floor and not care. Right. And if once enough of people do that, before you know, you've got what we saw yesterday. Yeah, it definitely. was at some moments, cuz... You were in, it was, it was all spiritual, big man. Yeah, it was sick, man. It was spiritual. I got people up by saying, listen, it's fine. If you're not an R&B head, you're probably going to sit down when I play this tune. I play a tune now, and a couple of people have to get up. God, you got to get up. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're not an R&B head, you're probably going to sit down when I play T.J. Moses. That's what you're going to do. You're going to do that. Do you know what I wanted to hear, though? Because you played Think of You. Okay. I wanted to hear Can You Get With It. That is yeah? rap. What? All right. I wanted to hear Can You okay. Get With It because I was like, when I saw Think of You, I see people vibe, I'm like, this is really, this this, this is Usher's first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't even have a fucking yeah. time. Like, you know this shit. Yeah. I'm in the right venue. Yeah. I'm in the right venue. <laughs> yeah. I have to be. And then I thought, if you play Can You Get With It, yeah. I'm just going to cite one thing to say, I'm gonna oh, do that you can get time. with it. Say no more, I'm, I'm over there. Do that next time. I heard that in time, actually. The good thing about, see, like, being a DJ, yeah, or playing music, or being a music head and playing music to people, yeah, there's, and I like I say this as a thing that I feel like certified D- DJs do, and there's quite a lot of them still. But a lot of certified DJs will, when it's when the assignment is a certain style of music. Let's just say, let's take it R and B away from it. Let's just say, let's say, hip hop or UK rap. Yeah. yeah. You will play. You you might start at a point where you know. You're, if you don't know this, you're just definitely in the wrong place. 100%. You're 100% in the wrong place. If you do not know this, you are in the wrong place. But what you'll do is now, you'll just dig a little deeper. Let me just test that one. Yeah. Let me just test this one. Oh, you know that. Let me test this one then. Oh, you know that. I might come back up here again. Let me test you again then. I like when you do that, do you, you know. Yeah. You play a lot of, like, you don't, no, it's every single set you don't play the same music. Some no. people have, like, some DJs have a set that they play and they go to because maybe that makes them feel comfortable. Yeah. And I don't know. With you, you just take a risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes for the first 10 seconds, everyone's like, what? what and then but 20 seconds in, yeah. we're in this. T- right. I'm t- think of you, I couldn't believe what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm a big grass man. I When this came out, I couldn't rave to it. Right. So I've actually never, it's the first time in my whole life I've been out and heard think of you. Right. I was so fucking happy. I know it sounds <laughs> yeah. pathetic. I was so... I looked at Mitch and said, bro, I'm bare gas. Like, yeah, yeah. I never had the opportunity to rave to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is... Nah, Chuck, thank you for that, nah, man. man. Great night. Working. And also, do you know one person? I think some people... not You've created this opportunity for yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. So some DJs are privy to being able to balance both sides like yourself. I've done it very, very well. Snoochie got into DJing after presenting, but balances it very, very well, I believe. DJ Slick is very, very, very good. But I told him yesterday, maybe not in these precise words, but you don't get the balance right. Mm. You should have more of an online presence, I feel, because in the art of DJing, 
You're sensational. Same thing with Specs. Specs is sensational. Let's talk about forget it. it. Slick is a man, and I even discussed Let's it with him. I said you should go and talk to Chucky one day and have a whole mm. conversation about the art of DJ next to people that use DJ as a way of adding to their profile and right. get some of the jobs that you should actually get. They're taking mm. money out of your pocket, but it's your fault. Do you understand? Mm. Coming yeah, from yeah. yeah, yeah, like Slick is. Bro, you are sensational. Bro, you are. You couldn't even be more right. You know, it's mad because we was having this conversation. Me and Slip was having this conversation recently. It's like the the art of DJ. Well, not the actual art, but DJing has changed so much because a lot of it is down to what you were saying. It's like you know, there's like a lot of the new generational DJs here. What they're sick at doing is marketing themselves. They're sick at being able to get themselves on. You know. Uh, whether it be TikTok or Instagram Reels or whatever, they what they're doing is, what a lot of DJs do is now, yeah, when they set up, they're not just setting up, enough times before you just come in and just put, set your music up or whatever, man are turning up now, they're setting up little cameras, they're setting up little things or whatnot, and they're making sure that they get snapshots of the highlights of what it is that they're playing and where they're playing, because ultimately, promoters book off the back of that. They don't necessarily book off the fact yeah. that you're just good. They book off the fact that like, oh shit, like the crowd's going crazy. Oh, your numbers are up and all of this type of stuff. And like, people can sit and moan about it as much as they can, as much as they want. But the reality is, is like things have changed and sometimes you just got to find your, you got to find your way in within that. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm telling you. Like w- word of mouth you. is great, but you need to be documenting exactly what it is that you're doing. If I was just solely a DJ now, that's exactly what I would be doing. I'd be, I would be constant, I would be doing all that type of stuff. Now I'm like, like I'm outside here and there, but this type, this here is my bread and butter. And guess what? We document every week. Put it this way, the first time Specs got booked by Taser was because of me. I phoned Taser and said, you got to book Specs. He's like, what is that, 2015, 2016? I was like, you got to book Specs. But the reason why it was easy for me it's because Specs has presence. Mm. He had a presence, not 100. what it is today, but he had a presence where online, it was 2017, I can't remember when exactly it was, but I knew I had started getting Specs into um, Filthy. I just brought him onto Filthy. He just started, like, Tigo was on, like, obviously working with him and things weren't where they were, but it was so much easier for me to say, trust me, Specs is a lit DJ. This is his profile. Tazar, God bless the guys. No problem, Paul. The rest is history type of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, People like Slick and there are some other DJs as well. Like get the balance right because do you know what? I said to Slick, Slick, anytime I go so I'm gonna recommend you now. Slick is a sensational D like and understand this, yeah. You see like how you see him playing at my thing or whatever. Mad. Understand that he can play, he's so versatile. He no, can do I that in so this. many different he can play like that with in so many different styles. And for he understands the assignment. I actually had a um I remember time ago I was having a, someone was getting really upset with me about something like I, you know, they feel like I don't support them as a DJ, this, that and the other, whatever. And Slick's name had come up and I said, the reason why Slick plays at every single one of my, it's not the fact that me and Slick, that's like my brother, that I've known Slick for a long time. He's very, very, very good. He's undeniably good. He's undeniably good. Undeniably. He's undeniably good. First time I saw him was Sunday show. Mm. Sunday show, small room, 50 people. Yeah. The impact he had then is the same impact he has now. And don't think that he's a nuance to stuff. He was no. playing Bashment when I first saw him. Right. No, sorry, not Bashment. Sorry, Beanie. Dancer. Dancer. So, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, man. Honestly, brands and all of that. Hit up Slick. I promise you. He's yeah. light skin. 
He's good looking. <laughs> he's marketable. He's marketable. <laughs> he's safe. He ain't gonna say. He's nothing like me. He's the opposite spectrum of a light skinned boy in comparison to me. He is marketable. I would book someone like Slick. And it's not just off the strength of yesterday. It's just in general. When he told me that, yeah, basically he was telling me like he doesn't have to get certain certain things or I'm like, what? But you're so good. Yeah, yeah. In my head, it's just you're a good DJ, you're a great guy. Yeah. Work should run. Very ignorant for myself. While we're here on Slickers Work, I know he's probably watching this, and we've never ever discussed this though. But like, give me a little bit of ratings though, because you, I did slightly inspire you in like the 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 the, the talking the mic thing, just a tiny bit in it, just a little bit. Because see, Slick, yeah, Slick wasn't a mic talker like that. Nope. Yeah, Slick was a just he just played, yeah, and used to have a mic man, yeah, and like I remember there was like a circuit of us at a point. I always we've talked about this a little bit before, where. It was like the city circuit. So there was like so much different events going on in the city. I know you went to a bunch of them or whatnot. But like with with all of the DJs that were there, like a lot of us were all playing at the same sort of thing. So we'd all kind of see each well, other at the same night. Huh? Hard Shoes Night. Yeah, Hard Shoes Night. Mustard Bar in them places. Yeah! <laughs> Mustard. Yeah. Carry on. So you got certain certain DJs, yeah, who know how to talk the mic when they're playing or whatnot. Come now on. we get that ultimately yeah. from sound system culture. Come on. Yeah. I am not sitting here saying I'm the guy. Like there's man who's been doing that way before I was even born. Yeah. Sound system culture. That's where we got it from. And our favorite sound systems, Bass Odyssey, um, Stone Love. Um, Stone yeah, all of that, like Kilimanjaro, all of that, we uh, they they inspire us, yeah. So anyway, Slick was a man who just played music, yeah. But then I started to see him occasionally now start touch the microphone. You get what I'm saying? But start. why wouldn't he before? I'm telling you, it's like I said about Rich. We're from a country which is very reserved. Right. Reserved culture. Yeah. yeah. The only time they started getting hype on the mic back in the day was... Oli, 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 get him on the mic, get him on Susie. Yeah, 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 I know all of that, man. <laughs> Yo, yeah, get yeah, me yeah. some, obviously not Westwood stuff, but yeah. I want to hear some <laughs> Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Lady Scream. <laughs> <laughs> that impression is so cold. And that's the last thing at Westwood, man. I'm done, man. Hey. But wow. yeah, nah, man. Like, he, over, the, over time, he's like really just become comfortable in, in like, just talking the mic, running tune, and just he just looks comfortable, and yeah, I'm just happy to see him do it. But yeah, um, the whole thing of DJing has changed, and it's easy for me now. It's weird because when did, imagine, sorry, yeah, stop you. When did you notice the change out of curiosity? When did I notice the change? Um, I don't know. I'd probably say like, when did I start noticing the change? I know some people started noticing it like. Snoochie started DJing early. And the only reason why I know that is because I'm not going to go into it too much because he's a great guy. Logan Sama was sending subs to Snoochie Shy. And that, and this might have been like 2013, 2014. That's when I started noticing a, a change mm. in the DJing approach. Obviously, you would know more because you was in it. But right then is when I started going, uh-oh, DJs are clocking that you don't even need to be a DJ to be a DJ. That's yeah. right. Like the same way you don't have to be good at presenting to be a presenter now. Right, yeah, exactly. I think maybe some of that change I noticed even more so with me was that like, I'm DJing all up and down the place and whatever, started a podcast, me and you were sitting and reasoning and talking and whatever, 
the profile of the pod is getting bigger. And then like, I'm almost getting bookings off the back of that. Oh, wow. Do you get what I'm saying? But like, but from people who had knew that I was DJing from before. So it's like, they may not necessarily have booked me before, but now they're starting to book me now. When I look back at that time, I probably think that they were, in my mind, I just thought they were just probably just booking me because they just knew I was just DJing on the circuit from a long time or whatever. The profile's growing. But it's the, the profile's growing. So then, yeah. And then I started, like, I guess I, the more, like now I don't DJ so much anymore. I say no more than I say yeah. But trust me, I could use, I could be out every weekend and whatever. No. I just choose to just not do that. I just want to pick and choose like some of the things that I'm doing. But I think a lot of that is down to the fact that the profile of this is where it is. Yeah. So you can use that. Like if it's what you said before, if you have presence somewhere, yeah. whatever it is that you're doing, if you've got presence somewhere, you can now use that to go over here. Whether that is right or wrong, I don't know. You look at like some people might, let's just say Love Island. They go on Love Island they may not be even in the top 10 couples that are there, but mm. they might have been in there for a week, two weeks or whatnot. All of a sudden they're a DJ now. Guess what? They get a few bookings in ministry. They get to go up and down the country for a young month, make some money or whatever else. And then it's up to them, whatever they decide to do off the back of that because they've got a little noise around them. Loads fall off because they don't know how to, to keep it. And loads also fall off because mu playing music is not really their thing. It's just a way to get money. Yeah. But I think as a DJ, if you're solely a DJ, yeah, your main focus needs to be presence. So yes, shelling the rave is cult. Like that is good because it's good word of mouth. Everyone goes there and they're like, oh, this was so good or whatever it may be. But a lot of the time now, once people leave, they just leave and they just go about their life. And part of their going about their life is using their phone. So if they can come out of the dance or if they can come out of a dance or a promoter can come out of finishing doing his or her rave or whatnot and then go about their life and as going about their life, they're looking at their phone and they see you and they're like, oh, this looks good. It only helps. Yeah. Only Damn Shack was good at that. Damn Shack was a very, very good, he got the balance spot on mm. where he was really, really good online, like really funny, doing video, funny videos, but he's an absolutely sensational DJ. I can't yeah, even take yeah. it away from him. That's another individual that gets the balance right. But yeah, get the balance right, man, I guess. You, you're a smart guy. You got the balance. Because I can remember when I said to um, Adidas, oh, we should, we, when we done the whole Beckham, yeah, yeah, Stormzy, yeah, whatever, yeah. shoot, Vooj, I remember saying, oh, you should use Chucky. They instantly knew who you were. Right. And that just, that yeah. just it, the conversation becomes so much easier when mm. you're saying to that and that person has done the necessary work they need to do to not have to oversell the person in the conversation. Do you know yeah, what I'm coming yeah. from? So that, that, this also helps as well on the other side, even like with the like YouTube presenting and doing other stuff in it, because it's yeah. like enough people that are do, working with footballers and all of that now, for example, or just working in that field, all had a presence somewhere else before they even had the, the chance to even do that. Whether, it, whether, whether they were good or not is a subjective conversation. The fact is though, there was a presence. I'm telling you, it opens up doors. I was, and half the people doing that don't even want to do it. It's just that it opens up doors. It makes you build your profile, build your brand. Um, all I will say, the good thing about DJing, um, and I proper credit you for this as well, is that you don't forget what it is that you do. No, no, no. Whereas a lot of people will get pulled for one thing and then five years later and God knows how many brand deals later, you can't even remember the, what it was that brought them there Facts. in the first place. But with people like yourself... That's just not the case. We know you was a you're a DJ. Yesterday I was at one of the best parties 
I've been to in my bro in my life, bro. Like just the vibe and energy from it, and that's credit to you. You know what I'm saying? Not forgetting the foundation of what and the reasons why you do this. So well, I think do you know what is sick, as well. Bro. Yeah, I feel like it's good. You see, like your life is reflecting of just the things that you enjoy. No, you get what I'm saying. Your life is. Try, I had a conversation with someone about this yesterday. Yesterday, they said to me, Poe, do you know what? You're a miserable cunt, but you're one of the happiest people I know. <laughs> yes. I was like, what? He you're goes, not miserable yeah. though. Huh? <laughs> what? Why do people, what? Because you, you're on here and you're like getting onto people sometimes. Yeah, because I'm a bit cheeky, so you may like that. But he goes, you're yeah. one of the, he goes, why? And I said, because I think I have the freedom of choice. I said it in your dance, in your dance. Yesterday, round the table, young lady, walk one. I said to her, I have freedom. Hmm. I can wake up when I want. I actually can do as I please within, obviously, the rules and the, but I can do what I want a lot. I have no boss. Mm. But if you work for someone, you see that one day you wake up and you're just like, oh, I can't bother to go into work. I can actually go, I'm not going. Mm. You can't. And I think that one thing there is the reasons why I think I'm so happy because it just gives me freedom yeah. of thought. Yeah. Whereas you look like you are, your bills that you have to pay at the end of the month is because you have to do something for someone else. And if you don't do it, yeah. you're screwed over. So you have to kind of... Yeah restrict yourself to a certain extent you sort of have to compromise more than you would be willing to how does like this is interesting actually yeah mm. how does someone like achieve that level of freedom like naturally obviously we're I'm, we're talking about a freedom is in like on you know doing enjoying your work whatever it is that you like to do whatever you want whatever you want to do dictating that yeah yeah i feel like i organically did that yeah and would you say the same for you you organically did it yeah i'm trying to think back cuz like, i definitely planned a lot of it okay but in planning it i i think we plan it i don't think we start something and go okay. oh. so we do plan it but yeah. then the root of it is so unknown we just go Let's have a good time and Facts. eventually it'll take us there. Facts. Do you know what I'm saying? But Facts. we plan to be successful in what we're doing. So yeah. it's almost organised organic nonsense. Whereas some people, they can't really make plans as such because it's like, it's up to the boss to tell you how well you've done in order for you to get your promotion and all of that. You don't really dictate, you don't dictate your life, bro. Yeah. I can't lie, you actually would, would don't. It, would it, but would it also be as well that like, it's just a level of conditioning really. Yes. Because obviously when you like, it might, it may be different now. It may be different now in a sense that like, there's so much different things that you can see people, there's so much different things to do now. Like there's so much different opportunities in so many different lanes. I always feel like when I was a young buck, yeah, it didn't feel like there was so much because again, most of what I was seeing and most of what we was around was just all community stuff, really. Mm. Yeah, it just so, it just so happened to be that my community would have in somewhat related to yours, would have related to that, would have, but I couldn't see exactly what was going on. I couldn't see all the different jobs that were happening behind the scenes or the different, like, you know, some of the, some of the things that a cameraman might be doing, for example, like all the different places that they might be going. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm just watching something on normal TV or, or Sky, and I'm not seeing all of the other opportunities in and around that. Now, there's you can see you can see what people are doing, so yeah. it can give you at a young age the ability to be able to say, you know what, let me have a little look at that without necessarily going down the the stock route. Okay, I'm gonna go school, go college, go uni, then I'm gonna flip in, do one of five jobs that people tell you that you need to do. 
Yeah. Now you could, as I said, the point is, is that you can see so much different things or whatnot. But I guess that level of freedom comes from maybe even understanding it early on, understanding that earlier on. Understanding, you know what? I'm mad, I'm young. And there's so much things that I can do. What do I want to, what do I want to do? I think, I think the younger you are, you have a better insight to what makes you happy than the older you get. Because opportunities exist in demand. Yeah. So there's a demand for something. There's an opportunity for you to create something for you to capitalize on the demand. I'm saying the younger you are, the more privy you are to that information. Because if you're like 15, 16, you're around five days of the week, like 100, 100, 200 16 year olds mm. so you have a better idea of what 16 year olds are going through what 16 year olds want so if you create something it's going to be based upon what you like and what your friends like which is probably the whole of your fucking school so you know exactly what the demand is now the older you get the more you break away from social groups you're not around your age you're around various different ages so it's kind of difficult for you to try and figure out what you want to do mm. in order for you to create something for a public demand mm. for the simple fact that you're not even doing what makes you happy so the mechanic of how to create something that makes people happy is not there because you're not even making yourself happy. Right. So it's like the younger you are, you're making yourself happy. You know what makes you happy. You know what makes your friends happy. It's either you to make music or clothes or mm. whatever it is. So I would, we're going so many different places right here, but yeah, I would say in. to go back to like the freedom and the happiness and the so on and so forth, what we were speaking about initially, it's more of you doing what makes you happy. And it's deemed as immature occasionally. It's deemed as ah, oh, you need to grow up, what are you doing? You need to get a real job. It's deemed as all of those things because yeah. the person that you're speaking to has sight but no vision. Right. Vision allows you to see past what's going on. Sight makes me see what's here. So if I didn't have vision, I wouldn't have done all them videos I've done back in the day. You wouldn't have done anything you've done. You wouldn't have mm. done DJing, you wouldn't have done this if you didn't have vision. Mm. So you always saw the bigger picture. I think a lot of people, unfortunately, maybe even like a good 70%, 70 plus percent of a lot of the, the country has sight. Thirty percent no has vision, yeah, and then maybe twenty percent in that, and this is just rough estimates. Twenty percent in that probably has vision of things that allows is is very self. Their their vision is very self, and about ten percent is vision of community. We need to help people. If we do this, we can do all of that, and yeah, yeah that's yeah. how I kind of feel about the situation. And both sets of people. And I feel like that's where you happy. end up becoming. That's where you end up becoming the most successful. I feel because then your motivation is is bigger than just you and your internal gains. It's about, it's genuinely about, you know, the, the external, like how, how you can help people, how this can help people, how, or, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes I was having a conversation with someone talking about, um, let's talk about money. The, the conversation went into money and I was like, bro, like the money, of course, I want to make money. Yeah. But in the right. context of this, like, this is not the motivation. No. Nope. Now, I, we just need to do something sick. I just need to, we need to do something sick. People need to have a good time. They need to be able to, whatever it is, like, the money will come. But forget about what the fee, this, that, like, we need to just make sure that if we're doing something, we need to make sure that it's going to be sick. How much, how much is that going to cost? Uh, we, how much, however much is going to cost us is going to cost us. If we need to go and borrow money to go and make this happen, let's just make it happen. Let's just do that. <clears throat> we'll figure it out. Let's just make a plan. Sometimes you've got to take some steps back to go forward. As long as every, as long as in this context anyway, we can have enough people coming back or enjoying themselves or whatnot. There's a, that's, a, that's a big win within itself. I think if you work a nine to five, you're not happy in. 
and you made one pound um, and you made much more money than me a month per se but you're not happy I promise you I wouldn't trade your position for the world mm. you could make three times the amount of money than me I wouldn't trade your position for the world and the reason why I say that is because when I worked at doing a nine to five uh, which is a very short period of time maybe like a year and a half tops I worked in a shoe shop I didn't care about what anyone was doing I had no interest mm. because the majority of my life was not what they thought were doing I reckon I was younger so this is why I talk about the age ring I was like 17 everyone I was the youngest person there everyone I worked with had kids so they had responsibilities which meant they never saw the world the way I did mm. so I'd come in and I'd go yeah man what's our target you got to sell 1100 pounds worth of shoes today yeah, yeah. Once I've done that, I'm having the fun. <laughs> yeah. Them lot, no, nah, Paul, you should go the extra mile. And I would go, it was a show, shoe shop called Shelly's. I remember the time I they remember. left me alone. Yeah. Oh, Paul, why is it you muck about after you've achieved your target? I'm like, because that's my objective. Yeah, but we feel here at Shelly's and he had this long talk. And I said, you ever met the person that made Shelly's? Have you ever met the individual that made Shelly's? Can I just, sorry to stop you. I you? hate it when they drop that, we here at. Sh- what do you mean, we here at? Do you know? Do you know the CEO so about that, we here at? So that's what I said to him. I said to him, "You say, wait, do you know this? No." So, so I said, "What do you mean about we? You're not even part of the we, right? <laughs> you're you're by yourself, bro. I'm by myself. I come here, I do my job. If you got no reason to talk to me about something I'm doing, what are you talking to me for, bro? Everyone's having a laugh. Now I saw him just before COVID. Biggest hug in the world. Mm. He said after I left, he left." He left. He said he realised with people, younger people around, they have a genuine sense of happiness because they know what they want. They know what makes them happy. Yeah. Zion and Clifford told me no straight away. They are fully aware that doesn't make them happy. And I think the older you are, you just start to go back to you. keep compromising what makes you happy for financial gain. That money you're making, you're selling your soul. 100%. If you've ever gone and made money and you was not happy at the end of it, I'm not saying you're not allowed to. I'm not saying there are not situations where I haven't done it. And obviously there's going to be parts of you to measure it some things are going to be more extreme than others you're selling your soul your soul's happiness is on the decline whilst your pockets on the increase that doesn't guarantee happiness though what can guarantee happiness is you being happy genuinely even if it's for a reason that nobody else understands as long as it ain't hurting nobody that will make you happy like when I used to make stupid little videos with my brothers and my cousins Mm. it didn't make any sense back then but you nurture that talent, you nurture that happiness, it amounts to something that makes sense for everyone. Yeah. But at the start, it needs to make sense for you. Yeah, facts. And I think also, just to be clear as well, like no one's saying, because I know that some people will misinterpret what we're saying here. No one's saying that it's bad to be a nine to five worker nope. or anything like that. That's not nope. what we're saying. We need them. Yeah, 100%. And you know, there's a lot of people that, that find jobs within that and that really, really enjoy it. Um, I think if anything, we're just more speaking to people that are in a position where they, one, you're either just mad young and you're just trying to figure out what it is that you can do, or two, people that are in those positions that feel like they want to get out because they don't want, they don't really want to be there. They don't like, yeah, they might be making money or whatever. That's nice. But to have that level of freedom or to feel, to find that level of freedom, there is a sacrifice that you got to make in that. And sometimes, sometimes it is that. Sometimes it is that. Sometimes it is, um, it's coming out, taking a risk and finding that thing that you genuinely enjoy and finding out how you can connect dots in and around that within reason. 
Do you get what I'm reason, saying? Yes. Within 100%. reason. Do you know um, what? Some people like to play devil's advocate. I'm playing angel's advocate. Go on. I I'm like just that one. saying, if you work a nine to five, you're paying rent for someone else. Why not pay a mortgage? I think that you should explore the opportunity of finding something that makes you genuinely happy and figuring out how you can get financial gain from that. However you like. Mm. Because I just feel, even if you made £1,200 from that job and the other job paid you £1,600, you'd be happy to take that £1,200 home. Yeah. You come home and feel... Have you ever gone to work, come home and felt like... <sighs> and you have to recharge from that shit day? No. I mean, no. I only ever have, have to do that Have you ever come from work and felt, oh, what a great day at work? Yeah, yeah, enough time. You see that feeling there? I can tell you, I didn't grow up seeing that in my household. So imagine you see that growing up in your household. As a child, you're happy to go to work. Yeah. You're happy to work and then you say to your parents, what are you doing as a job? And it's a unique profession. You're going to take that on board. We yeah. just inherit what we've been seeing, man. I only have to do that when my social battery's low, that's all. When social my social battery's low, a bit low, then I, but, which is com- a completely separate thing. But a nine to, I know a lot of people that work nine to five, not because they want to, because they've, or a lot of people that work in, even doing this job, this creative industry job, and then they get into a pattern of behaviours where they're doing presenting jobs that they don't like. I talk to them, I see them afterwards. Everyone's got money, Rolexes, this, that, sensational. Let's have a convo over some food. Oh, you're not happy, are you? Why are you doing this then? Mm. Can't take that protect heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Once you, there's not, when you get to guest list in heaven, they just want to know if you've been a good person. Yeah. That's your Rolex. <laughs> That's your Dior crap, boy. Have you been a good person? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And big man, if you haven't... Anyway. Yeah. If you're unhappy, I think it's very... like if, it's, if you're unhappy for a long period of time as well, in particular you there something has to something needs to be addressed but also do you know what with that being said yeah fucking hell like the state that the country is in at the moment in regards to inflation and all of that is absolutely mental and do you know how mad it is going to be in october you know it's more things is going up in october do you know that what's going up big man bro like see gas and electric that's going back up again in october well get ready for that Oh, What's the percentage? What is the percentage? Do you know? Uh, Google it. It's going up again in October. I heard that gas, the, the price of gas, like, stock-wise, mm. has actually gone down. They're just increasing the tariffs. Oh, really? And why? Has gone down. So, wait, so what are you saying for people who don't, didn't hear yet? Yeah? Are you saying it's Brex Brex? Uh, yeah, well, that, that, that contributes to it. So what he's saying is, is that the actual price of it has gone down but they're increasing it for... Yeah, but do you know what, though? Maybe, but maybe not, though. Because remember, they were saying that, like, some of the... the um, some of that was coming from from Russia, yeah? And then, obviously, when Russia and Ukraine had all of what was going on and everyone was locking off um, their trades with Russia, then that's why it went up. 46%! So, from themoneyedit.com, you can read that to me, bro. What's this new now? <laughs> It says, latest prediction shows energy prices could rise by 46%, taking bills to a whopping 2,879 this October when the latest energy price cap kicks in. Mad. That's mad. 46%. Big man, you lot, remember, (laughs) if you go to bills, stay with key and card. It's right. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. Key and card. It's cheaper. Key and card. Let's save money now, people. Yeah, exactly. Getting, <laughs> exactly. getting crazy out here. Exactly. Hey, it's it's mad out here. It's actually just mad out here, man. 
You know, like when we talk about property and stuff like that sometimes, it's crazy because like sometimes some people are making good money, but the way that the system's set up, it's just hard for people to just manoeuvre. It's, it's why I don't understand why anyone respects the Queen. I, I just, I <coughs> do not get it. Well, didn't we celebrate her yesterday? We. He knows he's trying to put <laughs> sugar babes. Big man. It was the Queen's Jubilee yesterday, by the way. Oh, what a monstrosity. So everyone's celebrating the monarch, the Queen's out on... Do you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even think she gives a... F I don't even think she gives a fuck. I don't think she wants to be outside and on road. Stacey Solomon was right. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, go on. Stacey Solomon. Ask, why does everyone care? Like, why does everyone care about the Queen? The moment everyone wakes up and realizes they've been manipulated, I like, I'll respect it. Yeah, I hear. Because if I say to you, why do you care about the queen? Give me five reasons or three that have substantial worth and are not them sort of generic answers that we can see across the world on any news, whatever. Like, why do you care about this woman? Can I say I think the queen thinks the same thing, brother? I think she thinks the same thing. I, do. I think she looks out a window sometimes and goes, you lot, are, you, lot still, you lot still believe in me. I can't even raise my picnic. Andrew's out here fucking little girl. Like, I, I don't even let black people in my yard. Like, why do you lot still rape me? Like, but, what am I doing? I take you lot's money and sit down and do nothing. Yeah, exactly. And you lot are still outside. My, my, my granny got a black woman. We kicked him out. They have to go to Canada now. Why do you still rape? Like, if this was a family on Jeremy Kyle, yeah. they would be getting slandered. All right, let's do some speculation, yeah? Come on. What, see, on the morning of everyone about to step outside now because the Queen's about to touch road and oh my God, it's the Queen's Jubilee and whatnot. What's happening in Buckingham Palace? Oh, I like In the one. morning, what's happening? In the morning. I think- Someone's burning a spliff, I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. You know that one's Megan Sinner, like this. Prince Andrew. Don't say Meghan. Right. Racist. Right. Prince, um, Prince Andrew's on dark Twitter. Yeah. He's on dark Twitter carrying on with no, something. No, no, no. He's got right? his own site. He's got his own thing. And I honestly think the Queen's thinking, can I just do this for five minutes? Can I just, can I be outside for just 10 minutes? I think the Queen's a bit stressed. I think she didn't come out because she's stressed. Andrew's a pedo. That's her picnic. Harry and Thingy World don't like each other. The daughter got murked in the you tunnel. You don't have a microphone, bro. You're not clocking. The daughter got murked in the tunnel. Diana got died in the tunnel. Right. Andrew's out here touching Pickney. Jeffrey Epstein, Bear Tings. Harry and William don't like each other. Their missus don't like each other. Harry's got a black girl and moved to Canada, raving with Drake. Yeah, Justin exactly. Bieber. Yeah. Toronto. 6666. I don't understand. He doesn't want no like the queen is stressed out. She's tried to stop black people for so long. She doesn't even want them in the house. Do you reckon, Guess the, what? Do you reckon the grandkids running. even like each other? The grandkids can't stand they each can't other. Stand each other. You got burger. You've got ginger niggers. Right. Nah. Yes. You exactly. rearrange the word ginger. It is nigger. They don't want them in the house. Ginger niggers. I hate that word. But <laughs> you'd never say that word. You know. <laughs> Ginger, ginger black kids. Yeah. <laughs> but Queen so they, and then now they got a what's what's um Williams Utes names? What's their names George. again? George. And then what's what's Harry's Utes name? Google this. Archie. Archie. George and Archie straight away don't fuck with each other. Don't fuck with each other. Cause see what? 
You see Harry's, you see um, Archie. Archie might be on the low at LeBron James's yard. You understand what I'm saying? Well, they're over there. Vibing. Vibing. Yeah, yeah Arch, man. In come do- on. And you know what? He probably feels more at home over there. And you know Archie's a bit more of a common name for me. Archie's a bit more of a, well, I'm Archie, my dog. You know what I'm saying? George. Don't like it. George. Reminds me of a king. Yeah, it does, isn't it? He used to behead people. George's flag. Eight and eight, you eight wives and all of that. Nine hundred wives. Yeah, on. come on, man. Arch, that's not Archie's. Archie's in East Enders. Isn't there a girl in this equation as well? What? What? Ain't there a grandkid? That's a girl. Yeah, yeah, What's her name? Sky or something? Stacy. No, I like Stacy Solomon. No, I shouldn't say Sky because it's too. That's too vibey for that. It'll probably be something like Ground. Yeah. Ingrid. I love this. I typed in Ingrid. What Serena Williams? What do you? Why did you put in the Williams as fan? Like it's not the Williams, bro. Why did you put Prince Williams? Williams, that's what I'm saying. I didn't write Prince. Oh. Williams came up. Oh, oh yeah. Honorable shout out to Serena Williams. Come on. Yeah, man. Archie's probably would venture over to that yard at some point too. You get what I'm saying? Charlotte. Charlotte. I don't mind Charlotte to be fair. I used to. I I had a decent Charlotte back in the day. Charlotte's a bit of a. No, it's a, a decent... dead name, man. It's is a it? dead name. Nah, it's a dead I had a, name, I had a decent Charlotte Church. <laughs> Charlotte Church. Charlotte Church. That guy never been church. Never been church. Charlotte, that name there. Yeah, man. The youths don't get on with each other. The youths don't get on with each other. Um, obviously, I reckon Harry and um, Prince William, even their thing's a bit techie. Because he probably figures an issue. Do you reckon food's a, a, a conversation in that house? Like what we're eating today, when Megan's there, she might want to go a little bit ackee and saltfish, but the house has just realised they don't employ black people. So now what do they do? They got Luigi working on ackee and saltfish <laughs> in the kitchen. Now what we do? <laughs> might as well go rum kitchen because this is right. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, Guys, so, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> What are we doing here? <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> Luigi. What are we doing there, hey. man? Hey, there is hey. definitely a Luigi in the in Buckingham Palace. 100%. 100%. Why, hey. Victoria, you tell me make this, I make that, I make this, yeah. I make burgers. Haki, it's all fair. I don't even like Haki. You know, yeah. them type of problems are there, so. Hey. Yeah, man. Megan, I think Megan um, puts up with the food, obviously, because she has to, but I don't think that she really fucks. I don't think Harry fucks with it. I don't think Harry fucks with it. The kids obviously just want chips and, and fish fingers. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kids want fish and, yeah. Iceland food! Yeah. 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 Iceland food! Yeah, one pound bags and... But yeah, oh, man, like, with the Queen, <clears throat> the amount that people care about her I don't think it's reciprocated even by her. I totally agree. This woman didn't even want to come out for a little while. Nah. And just, it's just weird to me. Like, it's weird to me that why would you look up to a family that can get away with murder that you can't? Mm. Like, what do you, if anybody else in life was Andrew, they're in prison. One million percent. Andrew's out there on TV saying that he's got a sweating problem or some bullshit. Like, this doesn't make sense. Andrew. Is it, yeah, Andrew, is it, Andrew, is it yeah? Oh, I did hear about this, actually. Yeah, Andrew's like, it, listen, I just think it's all weird. Then if you take a look at like the way Meghan Markle was treated, if that happens in any other working field, I believe you go to the union and you try and find out have you been let go and it's not really your fault. Whereas this, these two, just gone, no one gives a damn. Do you reckon they fuck with Andrew in the, in the actual house? No. 
Do where, where, is, where is Andrew I think they in? Do. do you? Do you know what? This is what you don't. This is what I think. I could be wrong. God, for me, when we find out, this ain't the first time. No, they know. They knew this. This is bro. They from years. So then I go that type of behavior. Where have you learned that? Do you want me to believe he's learned it outside of a secluded family? They're not a family that socializes with bare people. It's not like a council family where you can go, oh, little Timmy's influenced by the Jamaicans across the road. This is impossible. They're secluded in some damn yard and they run everything. So I feel like they're influenced by their family. This is just a mad allegation. Okay. So I feel like they're influenced <laughs> by members of their family. Right. Do you know what I feel? I feel like I feel though. like that is a possibility, but I also feel like he's in, he could have been influenced by his mates and people around him. Mm. Because you know what? You what see what mates he, is he going to have around him? What people is he going to have around him? I don't want to say the name wrong, but who's the... Um, Epstein. Epstein, sorry. So yeah. you're going to have people of a high tax bracket. Yeah, so see, see like what happens is, yeah, this is, this is the point I was making, right? Sorry. You see when you... The real test of a person's character is two things. Mm. One, what happens when no one's watching. And two when people give you the freedom to do what you want. What does that look like to you? What if someone, if you put, if you, if you go in a room, if you go in a room and there is loads of young looking w girls, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 or whatever, you put someone in the room and you say to them, I can guarantee you, I can promise you, nothing is going anywhere. You can do what you want. Try, you are safe here. What do you do? What do you do? Because I know what I'm doing. That's a mad thing you're saying to me. But certain people don't see it like that, you know? They see it as what? Like, oh, well, I can come, I can do what I, we got an island. Remember that, that man had an island, you know? Oh, this is ours and we can do, there's no rules. When we say like, okay, look, I'm gonna make this serious now. But obviously we know the band, so I don't want to take it out of context. We say no rules all the time and whatnot, but we say it within context, isn't it? But what happens when there is no rules? What do you do then? When you have power, money, and influence here, yeah? we talked about this before, power, money, influence, sometimes make people do some really fuckery things, you know? Do you know what? But power, money, influence as well can hide it. I think the moment your focus is man-made objects, you're too far away from culture and spirituality and God. And I'm sorry to take it there, but these are not things that are created by God. These are things that are created by man. Mm. So man's going to have their own objective of what to do when you're with it. Whereas the situations that are created by God, they're always quite safe unless you're dealing with the Pope and you have an under five in which you'd probably be with Jeffrey Epstein and Andrew as well. Um, <laughs> But you know what? One one person always finds another one. When you are into Saturn, is as far as I'm concerned, the Utes, whether it's Utes, trafficking, even music. I like a certain style of music. I am going to be around people who like the same style of music as me. When you like a certain type of thing, gal or whatnot you are going to find people that are on the same thing as you. And see, when you get, have power, money, and influence, you have a lot of ability to be able to hide things, control things, whatever. Look, these some of the things that we're hearing about is just the things we're hearing about. See, what are we, what do we not know? 
Do you know when you hear about something, either it's, it's just mad unlucky for that person or things have got to the top of the cup and now it's spilling over. Right. And I just think that Andrew situation, it got to the top and it was spilling over. I think there was multiple situations that happened, not just with him, but with other members of the family. Absolutely. And then unfortunately for him, he got caught. Fortunately for life, we saw it. So that's all it is, fam. And then they just go, they exile him because you're the dumb one to get caught. Like, for example, if you hear right now, someone got shift in Tottenham for doing drugs. Do you think that's the only person in Tottenham that's doing no, that? No, absolutely not. So it's like, well, come on, cuz, Andrew. <laughs> that whole family crosses Jubilee. Man, don't even get on the Jubilee line, fam. <laughs> Burn that, man. Wake up, my people, man. Wake up. You ain't been on that Elizabeth thing yet. Elizabeth who? The only Lizzie I was dealing with was what Sincere was selling. Shout Strong. out Sincere every single Strong. time. Honourable shout, shout out to Sincere. Yeah, shout stay out Lizzie. Can Cousins. I be honest with you as well, though? Elizabeth is a better name than, than Charlotte. I'll give you that. But I think Elizabeth. they're both dead. <laughs> Elizabeth. No, do you know what? I'll be honest with you, though. I lipsed a, a really nice Charlotte back in the day. Well, Charlotte was... Do you know what? In hindsight, she was okay. The lips was good, though. And I remember at this point, I was just starting to lips. I remember that. Do you know, do you know where I got one of my first lips is? Outside of under 18 rave. Do you know that? Well, you I hope you were Prince Andrew. No. Because <laughs> 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 after that little conversation, Donnie wants to say that. This is me you're talking to. You lot make me sick. About Sha I don't even like Charlotte. It sounds like Sherlock. <laughs> you lot make me sick. Um, uh, I'm not going to get too much into this here because this is a, a whole big conversation for another day. But I'm assuming you probably didn't watch much of the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing, did you? I was in and out of it because I can't right. lie. It was making me sick, fam. When I heard shitting on the bed, when I yeah. heard like the physical abuse stuff and all of that. And, I, and Amber, the way she looks and mm. she talks, there's... My spirit don't take it, bro. Right. Now, you can ask questions on that, but we're, we're, I'm not going to talk too deep into it, but there's like something that we can both lightly discuss, yeah? Basically, what happened was, obviously, they were married and whatnot, yeah? Mm. Came out of a relationship. Well, I think before they got married, she said that he was physically abusive to her, allegedly, yeah? Then they got married. Then they had a divorce, yeah? I'm just saying everything in just very basic terms here, yeah? So anyway, they had a divorce. And then she had made some accusations that he was abusive to her. The newspaper in England put out, they referred to him as a woman beater. So he put, had a defamation case in England, yeah, which he, he'd lost that case, right? I think, I don't know whether he's appealing it still. I think he's still in the appeals now, whatever. But then, Amber then um, did an article in America, the Washington Post or whatever, yeah, basically saying that, yo, she's standing up for women that have been abused and blah, 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 yeah? She never said Johnny's name, but she basically- to that. That it was, that she was in an abusive relationship. He said, rah, okay, defamation of character again, yeah? Um, now this has to go to court, which is now, when this goes, this is what one thing I do, like, because I remember I told you a lot before, yeah, I love watching cross-examinations. That's what I do. I haven't managed to do it so much on this because it takes time and I just need to be in a certain vibe to do that. I've just been in and out of it or whatnot and just reading up on it, yeah. But in America, when you have these, these um, cases or whatever, they document, you can see it all, yeah. So now, bearing in mind, when it goes to the court, 
um, everyone gets to bring their people that they need want to testify, characters, all of this type of stuff, people, police that were there, that turned up to the scene or whatever, yeah. So now, where it's changed on her now is, yeah, it's turned out now that, in fact, she was abusive to him. You know, there's, he's had his finger all chopped off in that. They had a situation with his finger being chopped. There was so much allegations that came up and there was like so much um, audio that were coming up from both of them, stuff that she'd recorded, stuff that he'd recorded or whatever. And the way that I interpreted it was that like, they were both in a very abusive relationship. You get what I'm saying? They were, well, not abusive, very toxic. They was in a proper toxic relationship, yeah? She, what she had done is, framed it as though it was just him. And bearing in mind that at this point, when she'd framed it, it was just him, he lost work. He lost work. He was obviously framed as a a, a, a a woman beater. Like, you know, you could just imagine what that, someone of that stature as well, what that looks like when you, you know what I mean? When you're being accused of these things. But when you start hearing the foot, the, the, the conversations that were being had between them and some of the pictures that were taken and some of the things that had happened, like, yeah, like she's, she, she, I think she tried to turn around and say that the, um, the shit was uh, some type of joke or whatever it was. But like, that's mad. Like, that is mad. That is, like, what type of relationship is that? Um, White people. Because <laughs> one thing that, <laughs> the one thing that Johnny said that I thought was funny, yeah? When I was, when I was watching the, um, when they were cross-examinating him and they asked him what it was that he found in the bed, he said, um, what did he, how did he, human fecal matter. Is what he said. I've never heard that term. Human I've never heard that term before in my life. He just said, "Yeah." When he, he obviously turned up back at the crib or whatnot, he's pulled back the sheets and whatnot, and um, he just took a big long pause. It was like he was trying to, you know, politically correctly in the courtroom. Say it. Yeah, man said human fecal matter, but. <clears throat> Obviously, the tide started to turn on Amber a bit, well, a lot, because people had then realised that she was the one who was being abusive, maybe just as much as he was. Some people may, may argue and say that he wasn't being that abusive to her. There was like one thing where um, uh, some audio footage of him basically saying like, I'm trying to run away, from, I'm trying to get away. Like, I'm just trying to get away. And every time I'm trying to get away, you're banging on doors, you're doing this, you're doing all of that type of stuff. And like, he just can't get away from her. So I think that she, when he was away one time, she's sleeping with some next on. And there's just all these different things that you didn't see, that you did not see when she came out and was talking about the abuse that she went through. Now, I'm not saying that she didn't go through some, because again, I think that they was probably in some very, very toxic relationship where there was some yin and yang and there was, you know, he probably did some things he shouldn't have done, but she definitely did some things that he, that she shouldn't have done. And it's mad because when you look at it in this time year, where things are so sensitive, you know, Me Too movement and equal rights and whatever, it's like you can use, you can use certain words and certain terms. Everyone obviously just is supposed to believe you, which is, I understand the concept a little bit behind that anyway. But now, but now, but now you're using the real plight of people that are genuinely really abused, that are in proper abusive relationships, yeah, in order to help them side with you. And that is so, so, so dangerous. And you know why it's so dangerous? Because 
the all of these women that are genuinely in have been in abusive relationships and stuff like that now it makes it you you by doing that it makes it techie for a lot of people because you're coming out you're coming out and using um a really serious thing to make people feel sorry for you when when we peel back the layers and we look at what you've done it's mad and it's what's even more mad on top of that is it also shows you like see men that are have been in abusive relationships yeah it's a lot it's very difficult for them to come out and say that they've been in an abusive relationship with a woman because most times society will not believe how like it's hard to fathom how a man for a lot of people could be in an abusive relationship for a lot of people they just think that it's, it's the same way that some people will say well a man can't be odd i just completely just disagree with that completely like sometimes people say they can't a man can't be odd because in their mind what they're they're visualizing is a, a, a man who is being held down by a woman and you know then how is his thing a certain way listen if you are pressured if you are pressured in a big way to have sex yeah in a really really big way and you flip it around the other side we can't say it's one something for for one and not for the other but i'm going into a different place here now yeah i say all of that to just say that like it's such a sad thing to see where it's already difficult for women who have been abused to get convictions, where it is already difficult for them to be believed that someone has actually really abused them, to then have a woman come out and try to be a spokeswoman, to be a spokeswoman for women who have been abused when she was doing a, a lot of abusing, it's disgusting to me, bro. People need to safeguard their communities. Why do I, why do I act so stush? With the community thing. Because these are the dangers. So there's a group of women that have been abused in a real life. And then there's someone else can just come, say a couple of the, say the, you know, the, Buzz the buzzwords mm. that make you go, they're going through the same thing. And then you bring them part of the, your community. These times they represent fuckery. Mm. If you brought them part of the community and then you found out she'd done all of that, what does that say about your entry level to your community? Mm. All they've got to do is just tap into your insecurities and they're there. Mm. So people start safeguarding your communities, man. Just because someone's going through something, or they say they're going through something. It's not for you to believe it. Just because that person has a high profile, so therefore they can give loads more attention to your community to help all of you lot, doesn't mean that you bring them in. Like, communities are not safeguarded no more. Communities are just ways for a lot of insecure individuals, not all the time, mm. but a lot of the time, a way for a lot of in uh, insecure individuals can have the world hear what they're going through. Because it's just not that important, bro. I swear to God, as harsh as it sounds, fam, most people's problems are a grain of sand on the beach, and there's a lot of sand on the beach, bro. Mm. There's bare problems. Just ask God. If you ask God for his emails and his prayers, there's probably tons. So my whole thing is, if you're going to go and do that type of mechanic, just do it honestly. Because there's already too many problems. Why would you lie to create a place that's meant to have solutions? Why would you give that the problem? That's just far too selfish. Mm. Well, people, she, sorry, no, sorry, sorry to cut, but she's not the only person that does things like that. There's mm. so much more examples um, of not just women, of men that just play the victim, put themselves part of a community, only potentially to ruin the reputation of that community in the first place. Yeah. And that's there to help people. Yeah. And what is that about? Is it a sense of belonging? Yeah. Is that a sense of belonging? Half the people that create these things, when I watched um, a doc called Don't Fuck With Cats all the time, all the time that, ago, yeah. what they managed to achieve, let's not play it down. Sensational. Yeah. But everyone's reasoning for getting involved, Chucky, peculiar to me. Yeah. Very peculiar to me. Yeah. 
I don't think this is what's one occasion where it worked. I think unless your reasoning and your motives for getting involved is not something based upon, you know, good, uh, not good, what's the word I'm thinking of? I don't want traumatised individuals gathering together to create something. I think that's dangerous because it's too selfish. It's based upon what you've been through. If your objectives are not getting met or the things that you think are important are not not being met at any given time, potentially we run the risk of making it an issue. What's the solution in that then? Because, well, I think, I think for me, I've always said, I've always felt that like the people that have, that usually have the privilege in it are the ones who are not necessarily, who have not necessarily been through it, but they are able to sympathise with that and say, no, that is wrong. And for that, wait, this is all depends on context though, because I can easily, I can easily fight, push back my own argument. So could I, but like you can push back most arguments, but then when you get, when you go to argue with me, I can show you what I mean. I'm not going to be able to provide all of the context and all of the. It's not going to all make sense in one listen, yeah. but the most important message to get across is that this sort of, I feel like a victim. I don't know what to do in my life. Let me just start accusing individuals of certain things so I can be part of a bigger plan. Like it's pathetic. It's the equivalent of jumping in a gang. You're just as bad as someone that jumps on the roads and goes, "I want to jump in a gang." Yeah. Like you're just being part of situations because of how shit your life is making you feel. But instead of trying to find a way of solving it, you'd rather just get attention for being the victim. So now your whole life is, I'm going to get attention for being the victim. Mm. Like Amber does that case, does that thing and all of that, just so moving on from the relationship, her whole life is a bit like, I'm a victim, I'm the victim. It's a bit like Sierra. I'm not suggesting she weren't the victim, but that's how I look at Sierra. It's why I can't connect with her right now. Like her whole life is, look what future done to me. That's the vibe I get. Mm. And I could be totally wrong, but that's just the energy that I get. And I'm just like, I just hate situations like that. Mm. I just hate that. Tell the truth, yeah, everyone, man. But we're humans. And the reality is, is that enough people are not going to tell the truth. And I think that that's the sad thing about it. Because, again, like conviction rate is difficult for women in, in abusive relationships anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, or that have been in genuine abusive relationships. And because someone busts his case doesn't mean that they didn't do it. Mm. But I think, you know, in this situation here, yeah, when you look at all of the things that come to light, it's like, oh, you've got a nerve. You've got a nerve. Do you know how dangerous this is, actually? This is so dangerous because imagine, imagine we didn't hear all of this. Imagine we didn't hear all of that. Imagine all of these things didn't come to life. Imagine all of that didn't come to life. But now also where this is dangerous is that like, you know, (laughs) what it does do is, is for people that have been in abusive relationships now, yeah, it does give people the ammo to turn around and say, well, what did you do? What did you do? What did you do? It makes you, it makes you question people. It makes you question people more. And questioning, I don't think is wrong because I think sometimes with questioning, you can get an understanding of things. I always question stuff. But I think that like for people that are trying to fight a genuine cause, that's put a massive dent in that cause for me. Listen, I know women like do things like this. Trust me, I'm not going to talk too much, but I'm sure you'll get that idea. I just think they're trash. No, man. Women like that are trash. (laughs) Oh, women like that, yeah. Trash, bro. Absolute trash. Because when and I can even open up the conversation further and say, look, man's from the Caribbean. 
in Caribbean culture, that's one place where women are sometimes, well, the older generations anyway, very much disrespected. They are victims of this culture. Massively. So if we're going to now start lying as a woman in a privileged position, being amber, about situations that people in poverty-stricken countries and so on and so forth, that don't have the opportunity, don't have the finances to get lawyers and so on and so forth, are really going through situations of this type of, you know, this type of, this disgusting situation, they're really going through it and you're just going to go and lie in a mm. heightened position. You're going to make it confusing for the people at the bottom. Mm. So you're saying now people are going to go, what did you do? Maybe then people at the bottom didn't do far cool, but now they're going to be questioned because some Egypt woman 100%. at the top called Amber. 100%. Big man, take the green light and go. 100%. I don't know why you put the red light and stopped here. We don't want you here, Amber. Leave. Honourable shout out to, I hope I say her name right, Camille, Camille, Camille Vasquez. Yeah, she was the lawyer. She was absolutely sensational from power no 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 she was um johnny depp's lawyer yeah. when i tell you this woman when she was cross examining yeah these it's it's women like her or people like her should i say in particular that make this so fascinating to me cuz the way that they do the line of questioning bro is so sick because what what she's doing is yeah what she'll do is she just asks you these just like questions and you're thinking yeah, like, I'm just answering the question, innit? So she'd be like, yeah, you testified on over oath that you went X, Y. You went here, didn't you? And you went for a drink, right? And when you went for a drink, you had this with that drink, didn't you? And when you had that for the drink, you did this with that, right? I love doing this to people. And then... I love doing it to people. Then what she'll do is pull up 65892861. Did you pull up the next thing? So how is it that you're saying that you only had one arm at the time, but at the time that you only had one arm, you managed to pick this up, that up, this up, that up, this up, that up. This just giving, doesn't make that's sense. Right. <laughs> Listen, Amber was getting so rattled a bunch of, you can see as well, yeah, what I don't think works is when you're being cross-examined is being emotional. You have to just answer the question Obviously, if you're telling a lie or you're not telling the truth, you've got to be smart around how you do this because you've got someone who's very experienced that is asking you a line of questioning or whatever. But when you are being emotional, it shows that you're being that you're rattled, and that doesn't look good to the jurors because we're sitting there now looking at you saying you look rattled. <laughs> like she's rattling you right now, and she's running rings around you, and there's bare inconsistencies going on. What's happening here? Do you know what liars don't realize? You, if there's 10 pieces to the puzzle, your lie is only going to take care of like three pieces. Mm. You're not going to think about the other seven pieces because you never ever imagine that the, the lie is going to get you in that much problems. Mm. Like some people in my life, <laughs> you should have thought about every piece. But yeah, when you think about three pieces, there's going to be a lawyer that's going to go, oh, them other seven pieces look fa fa fabulous. Let's not worry about the three. Mm. You've got the three. Mm. Have them. I'll focus on the seven. Mm. And that's when you... That's when it becomes a problem, fam. Yeah, Amber, yeah. man. Stinker. Amber. Um, bringing it back here quickly. Honourable oh, shout out. Shout out Johnny Depp, though. Yeah, honourable shout out. Because the bus case and he ended up in Newcastle. He's in Newcastle? What? Oh, mad. I just see him in Newcastle. St. James's man. Park? He might as well have gone. You better check Alan Shearer, you know. Real legends over there. Mad. See if you're going to go out as well, go Tup Tup, but no. you're a big man still, so... You know Careful. I, mean. you, I think you should stay away from women after the situation. <laughs> no, he's... Well, yeah, learn from your learn from your mistakes as well, buddy. Because let me tell you something, we're doing all of that stuff. But, uh, you, yeah. You, Any gal right, shit you in, in my bed, <laughs> listen, I'm going to their mama's house, dog. <laughs> no. She have a clean it. Johnny, 
he wasn't a clean guy in it. Not gonna do all of that. No, he wasn't. He didn't do all of that. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's all right. He's, he's, do you know what? He can have a drug if he wants to. A what? Yeah, a jar of drugs. Yeah, man. Well, you know. Big man, there's a gal shitting in his bed. Yeah, he needs something. He's yeah. gal chopping off his fingers and bare things. He need more than a jar. Let man, me tell you something. Tree. If I'm in a, in a in a toxic relationship like that, I'm probably gonna need one light and one dark. <laughs> I will tell you that. What do you think Will Smith got? <laughs> I'm gonna need a I light and Will dark. Smith takes drugs daily. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna need some B. <laughs> Trust me, I'm gonna need some heroin. You're gonna need to give me the heroin. So. Yeah, inject that into my veins, star. Some spice. What can Valquez cross-examine what? flipping Jada Pinkett? Because you know what? The more women we get cross-examined that are Egypt's, the more we can focus on the wonderful women that are being neglected. Mm. There's okay. a lot of them out there. I, mean, I love s- them. We need some meth. <laughs> Did I say he needs we need meth? Some meth. If, I'm with, if I'm with Jada, I'm going to need some meth to keep me going. I'll tell you that. Um, before... Um, you got howlers, yeah? Right, before we do that, honourable shout out to the community of Burgess Park, yeah? Um, what you did on Jubilee or on yesterday, the day that of, we're recording on whatever, yeah, on this particular day, it was the 2nd of June. What you did, sensational. What happened was, it this there was a clip going viral amongst youths that were like, 15, 16, 14, yeah. 15, 16 or whatnot, saying that on this particular day, it's going off, it's going to be a bloodbath, it's going to be this, that, it's going to be crazy, man, a guy in there with shanks and blah, blah, blah. Jeez. And it was a really big thing amongst them. Like, this was going, like, when you look at some of the views that these were getting on TikTok and that, who, yeah. it was like, just enough youths that were like, yo, who's going there, just part, who, oh my God. I heard about this. For, yeah, yeah. So do you, know, do you know what ended up happening? Go on. All of, like, bear the community and that, all started going down there, like parents and all of that was just there. And they were just chilling. They were just like, nah, man, like nothing ain't gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen or whatnot. You just saw loads of them just there, just. Oh, let me good. let me show it. That's, That's really it. good. I loved oh, it, man. Them lot should be watching a bit more TV though, because the youth them not give a shit, but. Nice yeah, that's true. But still, as you said though, community stuff, sometimes nah, yeah, that's sure. all you need, innit? Um, when you stand up as a community, you know what, and then the man goes in and realizes, ask my brother's mom. Yeah, exactly. You're like, you know what, lads, it's long, man. I'm gonna find it for you quickly before you move on. Where is it? Where is it? Here we go. Yeah, man, it was just Yeah, oh, it was man, yeah, I love that, man. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, I'll send it to you. All right, yeah, man. You can go, bro. Well, obviously, I haven't done this scarf thing in a while. Since it was the Queen's Jubilee, I decided to bring it back. <laughs> but we go and we start off at the Queen's Jubilee because I need people to understand. I want this to be clipped so we have my versions of what I think about the Queen's Jubilee. I think it begins with a B. This B is bollocks. The Queen's Jubilee is bollocks. And you're going to go, poet, oh, you're being a negative cunt again. I'm like, yeah, I am. But let's go and figure out why. So I wanted to make sure I knew what this was all about because I didn't actually have a clue what it was about. So I typed in, what is Queen Jubilee? I saw the Golden Jubilee of Elizabeth II was the international celebration held in 2002, marking the 50th anniversary um, of the... of the accession of the Queen Elizabeth to the thrones of the rare, 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 rare. So, all right, cool. We're just here to big up the Queen. Sweet. So I was watching something online. So, uh, Marina, tell me why 
we shouldn't be lavishing this money and attention on this fabulous lady to celebrate the greatest reign in the history of our country's monarchy. Piers, we've literally got government ministers doing the rounds, telling people they need to tighten their belts, there's not enough money for this, that and the other, people are choosing between heating and eating, and you're telling me it is right and not at all tone deaf to spend a fortune, local governments, by the way, who are completely cash-strapped, you think it's right for them to spend money on these frivolities? I actually do, because I think that this is a chance to celebrate not only an historic moment for the country, but to remind the world what we do best. Pomp, pad. Let me just forward to how a young lady, which happens to have a skin complexion darker than mine, speaks about the Queen. So I was like, why is everyone still arguing about the Jubilee? Like everyone's celebrating, but this woman here is Vex. So I've done, done some more research about this Jubilee. And obviously this is stuff everybody in the world knows. The Commonwealth. I saw Commonwealth. Then I realised, what's Commonwealth? It's the blood clot countries that this damn country invaded. So you want me to go out in front of the Queen's fucking ass, about 12 bedrooms, and start celebrating the fact that she invaded Jamaica? Mm. How about no? Not today. Not on my clock. And you saw what happened when the Chinese people went to Jamaica. Try to build up a yard and say no black people are allowed inside there. Did you think it was 1962? Mm. Did you think it was 1912? What did you expect to see? Leonardo DiCaprio on the fucking Titanic. We burn it down. Mm. Babylon. Strong. So I'm saying to you right now, this Queen's Jubilee thing, I will celebrate it when she gives back all the jewelry that's not hers, when she gives back the people in their country, and she just says, England's my thing, and I'm gonna cotch here. I'll celebrate it. <laughs> I'll bring the picnic, we can have a great time. But right now, when I think of the Queen's Jubilee, I just think of invasion. I just think of people being in places where they shouldn't be. I just think there's a place in Jamaica called Manchester. But no one's been Manchester. Mm. This doesn't make sense to me. Right. It doesn't make pence to me. It doesn't make any currency. I'm not happy. I'm not happy, Chucky. So my first Halloween is the Queen's Jubilee. It's Could a I big just singer. say, yeah? It's so mad how, like, the Commonwealth is just, like, a cool term. Do you know how fuckery that is? It's such a fuckery that Ribena are all taking the piss. I sent this to Chucky. How can Ribena UK do an advert? where they're taking the piss out of the royal family, not involving Meghan Markle. Take a look at this. It'll be on the screen. Did you see this? No. The slogan on this Ribena advert, I can't remember what it was. You'll never feel left out. What? And what? They ain't got Megan in it now. And they got Megan in it with Ari and their whole campaign oh. is you've never feel left out. Oh, so that's what they're doing. <laughs> that's what that is. is this what? <laughs> and you don't want me to rate the Queen? The Commonwealth? Honestly, I, I don't understand. Like I said, the Queen is the a terrible one. The Commonwealth, you know. She raised Andrew and he's a paedophile hanging around with Jeffrey Epstein. So I'm not rating that. Diana apparently was... Just, just died suddenly in a tunnel. You got the, the two pickney don't chat. Like this is not a woman that should run a family. So the Commonwealth, the Queen, all of it is a howler for me. That's for me. I just can't believe, yeah, that there is a, literally a term, like they call it the Commonwealth, yeah. And it's just like, it just doesn't, it sounds so light to what it actually really is. Like it's, it, when we deep what that actually is, it's so- <laughs> But you know what it is? It's not even a nice term. Jamaica, Commonwealth. Wealth is not common in Jamaica. So I'm not happy with this. 
I'm not happy with I this. Hear that, I hear that still. I'm not happy. He's just going one way. I bet you want to get a little holiday over there just to walk around the island and you want people to clap you. For what? Yeah, it's true. Anyway, moving on from them because this is their little four days. It's not even the Queen's birthday. It's next week. She's just got bare celebrations. Is that about holiday then as well? It better be. And we want to get paid. Ele- electricity is going up. I know. But your cost of living is going up, but your wage isn't going up. That's, it's, it's sickening. <sighs> Let's move over to Spain. Now, football is not something I talk about here too frequently, but there is a player called Gerard Piquet. I'll give you a quick story. 2015, I'm in Berlin. Like my brethren dipped in colours. And we're just chilling out there. I'm doing my thing for the community. And I see Shakira randomly in a rave. Ain't that his gal? Exactly. So I ran over there and he let me know it's his gal. Gerard Piquet was very stern. He asked me a question. I didn't have the answer. And I done Craig David. I walked away 2002. Great song. So then off the back of that now, big man, I always thought, I wonder if they're ever going to break up. Shakira has moved out Gerard Piquet's house into her own place in Barcelona after he was caught allegedly cheating on her. So I said, let's delve deeper and find out who, because I like Shakira. Her hips have never lied to me. Big man, it was with his teammate's mum. Now for me, this might not be true. But I haven't got time for that. Right. If the lie is a pool, I haven't got a swimming badge, but I'm about to get wet. Yes, and I'm in. Big man, don't jump in the same pool with me unless you're going to save my life. Yeah, because you can't swim. I can't swim. (laughs) If I got you. Thank you, my brother. I just think to myself, this is a stinker, Chucky. How can I cheat on my missus with my teammate's mum? May I add, is sensational. Is he smoky though? The mum is crazy. And the new boy, is 17 years old, Gavi. He's not signing a new contract deal. Gavi, 16. He's 16 in the first team. PK, 34. And now my captain's banging my mum. Oh, man. How do I tell him I don't want to play for you? This is mad to me. Oh, it's not. That's a mad situation to be in still. (laughs) It just gives me John Terry vibes. When he was banging his teammates. Ryan Giggs vibes when he was banging his brother. No allegedly here, by the way. No allegedly here. Ryan right. Giggs was keeping up with a big fuckery and a, for a de- over a decade he was just chopping his brother's misses. It all in the Ross Clark. One time these little at some christening or whatnot, and he's gone off and just chopped her in the toy wherever he did chop her in the same thing. That's a that's a monstrosity, blood. Is it more of a monstrosity than this? Listen. Judge, I will also say that we have taken proffers from fellow gang members from Mr. Williams. Some are on this indictment, some are not. They have stated uniformly that Mr. Williams is dangerous. They are afraid of him, that if they cross him, he will kill them and their family. And they were very clear about that. Now, you're probably thinking, who's Mr. Williams? And why is his friend snitching on him and saying all of this stuff? Mr. Williams is young fug. Oh, YSL snitched on their own team. Oh, I'm That heavily influenced his... Um, apparently, the judge came out and said that heavily influenced him when he was denied bail or something like that. So, young fug's gone, big man. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. And that's a great reminder to people to let you know you have to make your life a rave and you have to have criterias in order to get into your life. Because if you don't, you've got enemies just chilling in your rave and now the dance gets shot up and you didn't even realise. Mm. You've got to be careful who's beside you. 
It's all good and well acknowledging your enemy, but you have to acknowledge your frenemy. You have to acknowledge your frenemy. We're learning life every single day. There's no, there's nothing to say that the people around you right now are going to be there forever. And the only person that can determine that is you. Be very aware of who's around you, my brother. I'm sure the people... You're probably watching this with someone right now that you will not talk to in five years. How about that? 100%. And you know what is mad as well, yeah? Is that... See, like, the racketeering cases and stuff like that. You get big birds for them, you know? Racketeering, massive, massive... It's like, it's like money laundering here. You can get really big... Um, Sentences for money laundering in this country, racketeering, mad thing. Forget bro. it, because you know what? They don't have to. They you don't have to be at the scene of a crime. All they need is proof that you were a head honcho. And if they're getting first-hand knowledge from people that you was beside, and then the enemies as well. Yeah, yeah. What more do they need? Remember, the whole thing is a game. It's a game. What happens is they bring you in and they essentially say to you, "Listen." Already, they've already done for a whole load of investigating. They come in and they say, we know what you did. We know you duppied my man. We know you flipping um, shot, like, shot this person or sold X amount of drugs and whatnot. I can promise you that even though you took someone's life and you sold this and you shot that and whatnot, I can promise you, you can, I'll give you, you can get around 15 years. Oh. If we don't do it, if you don't do this, you're, you're, you're forever. You're life without parole. 15 years, tell me, just say... Who that is, who that is, we'll have you 15 out. years. And now man's looking at it raw. Life without parole means life... Of, that means you're not coming out ever again in your life. Yeah? Listen... Or 15 years. So now, this is, this is what I'm saying. It's like, you have to know who's in... And it's hard. It's a hard one. Because when, you di- when you're dibbling and dabbling in all types of fuckery, and it's lit, and there's money, and there's all kinds of stuff or whatnot, it feels a certain way. But you see when shit hits the fan. In moments of adversity, you find out who's really there. Mm. Who's really there? Moments of adversity. When the sun's out, big man, we all got our shades on. Mm. But when it rains, who's holding up the umbrella? <laughs> right. This is all I want to know. Right. This is all I want to know, people. Yeah. All right, look. One of the last ones. Mm. I said to Chucky when I came in here, I, I enjoyed the array of talent in the venue yesterday. Beautiful women. Beautiful women, black, white. Off white. I don't, off, I don't even know what colours you can say these days before you end up getting cancelled or something, even though my thing's separate. Strong. But one person I don't expect to talk to white women is Dr. Umar. <laughs> he was getting her number, Chucky. I'm not here to tell you truth. I'm here to show you stuff and lie. And this right here is Dr. Umar chirps in a gal in the States and she's white. Yes. After all that big talk. After all that big talk. After all this big talk he's been doing online. About how he loves black women, which I don't deny. I know he does. Of course he does. Which he loves the culture, which I don't, I don't deny. But the way you spoke to me, you can't draw a white gal in a mall. In a mall. In a mall. In front of people. When they're filming. And you're giggling. Are you blushing? I think you're blushing. This man is talking big smoke. Big smoke online. Big smoke, you know. Big, and I'm with you because I do believe, yeah, of course, like he's, you know, of he course. loves black women or whatever it is, yeah. But you know what? Your angle needs to be different then, my brother. Your angle needs to be more on an equality vibe more than anything then. You better stand up for everyone. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm not saying you can't chirps the gal, but in the rate, in no, the mall, no, 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 in front no, no. of everyone. No, 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 no. He can't. Oh, he can't. He can't. Has he gone too you far? You can't, bro. You can't do all of that. He, and then do that. And then do that. You Is can't, bro. You can't do all of that and do this. You cannot do that. Because as far as I'm concerned, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, he was talking as though, obviously, in, in uplifting, in uplifting something, he was also like, you know, talking down on something, which is fine because sometimes the thing that he was trying to uplift, everyone always talks down on. So I understand that, yeah? But for me, as far as I'm concerned, if we're putting this into the realms of ice cream, you can dibble and dabble in, in hazelnut, in caramel, in dark chocolate. You can, there's so many different parts you can go in with this, yeah? You can do all of that. Waffle, maybe you can go waffle colored. You can do that. But you see when you start going vanilla, just plain vanilla? When you start going vanilla, when you start going rascal, um vodka looking vibe, no, you can't you, you can't do that. You can't do that. Hazelnut? Yes. Caramel? Yes. Dark chocolate? Yes. Lint? Yes. You can do all of that. That's bare shades though. That's what I'm saying. So what's he over there for? Fam, if he's doing all of this. Those is what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not, you know what I mean? But if you're doing all of that and then you're over here with vodka looking or vanilla, you're going to be looked at sideways, my G. I told everyone, the only doctor you should trust in life is Dr. Dre. Hasn't let me down. Dr. Phil, I found out he's not bald. And this Dr. Umar is our air chirps in white gal. In the mall. And the only reasons why, just to state that you can't do it is because you put that pressure on yourself. It wasn't, you didn't even ask, you put it on yourself, big man. You, he put it massively on himself. And you see for me, yeah? See for me, I, I'm on a, I'm on a protecting women stuff. Yep. When I see people disrespecting black women or whatnot, I'm there. When I see the injustice of certain, of certain women or whatnot, then I'm, I'll speak up and do my bit as a man when if I see if one of my brethren is talking out online or whatever it may be. But my palette is wide. I love a black woman. I love a Chinese gal. I love a East African gal. I love, it. I love a um, you know I can find a I can find a, um, an Irish gal. You get what I'm saying? I love. See for me, top two accents for me, Ireland, for me. Serious? Oh my. God. God! Top two accents. Oh, accent it's sensational scenes. Republic or You're doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out, man. Yeah, because he's trying to figure if I haven't even known the difference. Yeah, no, nah, you know what? Nah, man. Just get. I'm just over there. Do you get I what I'm saying? My palette. My palette. Yeah, my palette's wide still. But you see, when you're going over there and you're doing all of that type of stuff, as far as I'm concerned, mate, you gotta keep the same energy over there. All right. <laughs> you gotta keep the same. Oh, geez, fuck it, I'll give you the same energy. But that's my howlers, man. Let me just play you, though, what Stacey Solomon said, because I like Stacey. Oh, sorry. I like Stacey. I just don't get it. I don't get any of it. What do you mean? You don't get what? I don't get why we're so obsessed with these humans that are exactly the same. Like, it could be us four sitting there. I just don't get it. But are you talking about... What, you mean as royals or yeah. as, like, Kim Kardashian? Because for me, they're becoming celebrities. Well, yeah, to me, that, that's all they are. The is, Queen is, is their celebrity. For me, is brilliant. I but love the what? Queen. No, for our duty, responsibility, She's always worked really hard, hasn't but I would she? work hard if the whole country paid for me to have, like, 12 houses and work really hard. They don't pay for all of the houses. But Just a few. <laughs> 
build, they don't pay for all of the houses. But so what? If they pay for ten and a half, that's still more than they're paying for me. I think originally we all like the, all of the houses were paid for. I'm sure the work, I could huh? be wrong, but then obviously there's some that they've just I don't know. Like now they don't use the state money to up to, to upkeep it or whatnot. But actually, um, one thing to check out: uh, go and watch. There's something on Netflix. It's called Explained, and it is about how uh, the the monarch works, and it's quite interesting. Still, it shows you all the places that they invaded, why, um, how much they're they've paid for their palaces and stuff what happens with them what happens to the money um it's it's very interesting still let me find it here explained explained is one of my favorite things to watch as well don't know if any of you lot watch it but it's good they're only like 20 minute docs doc about what just everything like literally so i'll show you here uh there's a explained on uh, so there's like one on time there's one on fairy tales there's one on pl- um, plastic surgery, hurricanes. Upon- There's just like 23 minutes of just facts about these things. Sick. Well, I, I've realised... There's, there's start- actually one on sex as well, actually. But like, there's like a whole series of it. So one, sexual fantasies, attraction, birth control, fertility, birth control. Hear what I'm saying. I'm just going to start promoting me and the mandem again. I stopped doing it for like two years. I'm back. Go on, go for him back, fam. So yeah, make sure you go and check out the new Full Fella jersey. It's out now. Oh, sick. Filthyup5.com. Yeah, man. Shout out to Eagle. If you take a look at the new advert, it is sensational. Check out all the guys. Um, also, people, if you can, if you're on Instagram, I'm asking you to just go take a look at a page and see what it's about. Don't have to get too involved if it's too much for you. Justice for Titch. Spelt justice correctly. Four, the number four, and then Titch, T-I-T-C-H. Just go check out the page for me, Justice for Titch, Crazy Titch, one of the greatest grime uh, MCs of all time. Um, what else is going on? That's all I've got, to be fair. Oh, yeah, I saw that the new thing about the new project from Vibba. I just got D-Double's verse and Overgassed. Um, yeah, Chucky, I've got nothing else to report. Oh, yeah, the R&B dance, Chucky's next R&B dance. I don't know when he's announcing it, but honestly, people, don't give me that finger again, I'll break it. Um, but, yeah, you're done now. One love, everyone. I've been over, I've been thrown. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone, yeah? Love. Bro, do you know what it is? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
budget. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.